Although Laurie McNenemy and Toya Wilcox have denied the allegations. <laughs> it's several minutes past exactly here on Radioactive, which means that it's time, as usual, to welcome Radio 4 listeners who join us for this week's look at what's happening locally across the nation. What's going on with an adapter and Mike Stand? What's going on? 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 Welcome to What's Going On, the programme that tells you what's happening in your neck of the woods, wherever that happens to be. As usual, we'll be looking at the world of art, theatre, education, literature, canoeing and music. But first, a report from the new Battersworth Community Centre, so let's go over and join Mike Channel. Well, here I am at the Community Arts Centre and the place teeming with people, all of them attending various further education courses. And I'm just going to have a word with one or two. Uh, sir, why are you here in the Arts Centre? I'm here to learn how to speak English. <laughs> and uh, will you be studying any of the great English writers? I'm here to learn how to speak English. <laughs> I see. So uh, how are you getting on in the course? I'm here to learn how to speak English. Well, uh, off you go then. Now turning to someone else. I'm uh, here to learn how to speak English. Well, I'll go away then. Now, sir, uh, <laughs> what are you here for? I'm in the woodwork class. I'm very interested in making a variety of things out of wood. <laughs> You, uh, you made that wooden ashtray you're carrying, did you? That's, that's right. It's carved out of cedar wood. This sandwich box is made out of the finest beech wood. <laughs> and I suppose your sandwiches are made out of plywood, are they? <laughs> uh, no, they're made out of something uh, much tougher, actually. Oak? No, Mother's Pride. Thank you. <laughs> uh, sir, may, may I ask you what you're doing here? I'm here to learn how to speak English. Not you. <laughs> Somebody else. Uh, sir, what are you doing here? Um, I've just enrolled for some classes. And uh, what subject is that? A British constitution. Oh, that's uh, stiff upper lip and all that business, is it? No, it's the study of the political system in Great Britain. Ah. Uh, well, well, we're starting with the basics, through things like uh, who the Prime Minister is, uh, where to put your cross, and uh, where the Houses of Parliament are, that kind of thing. You know? I see. And uh, may I ask you what you do? Yes, I'm an MP. <laughs> for a place to get away from it all this weekend, there's news of a whole load of bargains down in Margate. Many boarding houses are offering half-price accommodation, pubs are offering free beer, and there are even thousands of houses there just come on offer for a quarter of the market price. So Margate, obviously the place to be this weekend. And now a gale warning, uh, Hurricane Hetty is still moving along the channel and is expected to hit the English coast in the region of Margate later this afternoon. Well, if you're looking for somewhere just that little bit different to go for lunch, you might enjoy paying a visit to the new lunchtime theatre in the Skinner's Arms, where you can see a show and have a meal at the same time. We dropped in on their production of Noel Coward's Private Gardens. Let me look at you for the last time. Simon, I can't let you. Oh, just once, please, Sarah. Just once. Oh, Simon. Kiss me. Darling. Kiss me. I mustn't. Kiss me. Oh, darling. Oh, Simon, do you remember that night in Madrid? Of course I remember, darling. Do you remember what you said to me that night? Of course I remember, darling. I looked into your eyes, or you looked at me, and you said... No results. You said you... <laughs> Simon, don't talk. Talking only makes it worse. Let's keep absolutely quiet for a few moments and listen to the silence of the night. <laughs> Oh, Sarah. Oh. Radioactive. But right now, here's our resident theatre critic, Sebastian Wally, who's here with this week's. 
who's here with this week's appraisal of one of the plays currently running locally. Sebastian, how was the play you saw tonight? Ebullient. Sorry? Ebullient, really. And quite, quite incandescent. Good. You enjoyed it? Oh, yes. Quite decadent. Quite recherche. How was the, uh, how was the acting? Purist, fundamentally, but altogether more subliminally forthright than one expected. Mm -hmm. Yes. And the staging? Kantian, really. Really quite breathtakingly despotic. Good. Well, many thanks, Sebastian. And if you'd like tickets to see that show, that Sooty's Magic Wonder Show, <laughs> they're available from the box office. What's going on? What's going on? Wouldn't you like to know? What's going on? What's going on? Wouldn't you like to know? And now we come to Classic Choice, the programme in which we ask eminent literary figures to choose their favourite passage from well-known classic works. And tonight we welcome Professor Bennett Jones from Jesus College, Cambridge University. Good evening. And Dr Fletch, a lecturer at Kent University. Good evening. And we begin with you, Professor. I understand you've chosen a piece of Shakespeare for us from the play Measure for Measure. Uh, that's right, yes. Act 4, Scene 2. Very good. When it lay fallow, smoothed in dust, ignoble passion turned to lust, and from his goodly wholesome thighs came forth his manhood of great size. <laughs> and finding bended willing game, he plunged himself into her frame, with heaving buttock strong intent, they thrust and ground till all was spent. Yes. Is there anything particular you like about that passage? The, uh, the, the metre is very striking, isn't it? Oh, yes, indeed. The metre is particularly striking, and indeed the language. But I think most important is the image of the two bodies thrusting and grinding away at each other. I mean, you can almost see those two heaving uh, yes, buttocks. Yes. Uh, well, perhaps we could uh, now pass on to Dr. Fletch, who's chosen a passage from... Um, Lady Chatterley's lover. Oh. <clears throat> Laid spread eagle. Right, well, perhaps we could skip the passage and... No, 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 please let me continue. Oh, dear. Laid spread eagled at the foot of the tree was Ruskin, the neighbour's cat. Huh. He blinked serenely, dazzled by the sun. It was shining brightly on the little showers of buttercups in the fields where the fool's parsley grew foamy, where the currant blossom dangled in the greenish twilight of the moving grass, and where David and Emily lay banging away like pistols. <laughs> Well, it won't be long now before Britain's country music fans celebrate the long-awaited arrival of Dolly Parton's youngest sister, Peggy Parton. So here's just a taster of what you can expect uh, with a track from her latest album. Um, if you think my sister's got big knockers, wait till you see mine. Here's <laughs> Peggy Parton. Blue's the colour of my heart, black's the colour of my days, red are my eyes when the tears I But yesterday I saw you with Jolene Her eyes as blue as tangerines Her hair as blonde as aubergine And if she don't make my brown eyes green 
For Shakespeare fans, a treat next week. An open-air festival of his plays is being staged by the Gay Pride Theatre Action Group. And their first production will be Romeo and Julian. <laughs> now it's time for Radioactive's Sir, can I get you a drink? Here at Pan Am, you'll always find a happy smile. Welcome aboard, madam. Can I get anything for the children? At Pan Am, we're always smiling. Why are we smiling? Because now we got rid of Laker, we can charge what the hell we like. That's why. <laughs> All this week in the Daily Express, the Diana nobody knows. What is she really like? Read her secrets in the Express. The Diana nobody knows. Her tastes in clothes and music. What she thinks of Princess Anne. The Diana nobody knows. How will she cope with motherhood? Why did she fail her O-levels? <laughs> Read the Express for the truth about the Diana nobody knows. Diana Wilkins of Crouch End. <laughs> Well, it's time now for our regular uh, do's and don'ts spot with Josephine Fondue, who today gives you girls some very helpful and handy hints on social etiquette. Hello, girls. I want to talk to you about the do's and don'ts of dining out in expensive restaurants, a very important part of the girl about town's life. First, girls, do try to wear a good perfume. There's nothing nicer for your partner than a scent of something magical as he slips off your coat and leads you to a darkened table. Before the first course is served, if the conversation flags, don't blow your nose on the serviette. You may feel the need to sleaze, 
but try to use a handkerchief if possible. The second do is very important. When the main course arrives, do make sure you choose the right cutlery. The use of the wrong knife and fork is always a telltale sign. The second don't is also important. Don't mash your food up into one big pile and then eat it with a spoon. This is not an accepted way of eating in most expensive restaurants. Third, as the meal progresses, do at some point excuse yourself to freshen up your makeup. Restaurants can be dark, so you want to make sure your features stay well defined. Finally, girls, don't, if you can help it, vomit at the end of the meal. Feeling good, thank God I'm alive. Listening to kids are getting a bit under your feet, why not take them to the East Burton Kiddies Festival, which is taking place all this week. Mike Stand, old Uncle Mike himself, paid it a visit a few days ago. Well, there's all sorts of things going on here at the Kiddies Festival, and right by the entrance is the Children's Zoo, and uh, there's a lovely little boy, he's, he's just, just coming out here. Hello, hello. Hello. Did you, did you get to feed the animals? Yes, I did. That's lovely. Which animals did you feed? I fed the rabbits. Really? Was, was that fun? Yes. I fed them to the tigers. <laughs> um, great. Well, uh, well, uh, well, I'm moving on to, to the good old Punch and Judy show now. I used, to, I used to love this when I was a kid. Great fun, Punch and Judy. Here comes Mr. Punch now. Hello, kids! Oh, come on, kids, come on. Really shout hello to Mr. Punch. I wonder where Judy is. Judy, Judy, Judy! Hello, Mr. Punch! I wonder where Judy is. Hello, Mr. Punch! Hello, Mr. Punch! Behind you! Behind you! Oh, yes, there is. Oh, no, there isn't. Where's the crocodile? Hello, hit the baby, Mr. About. Who's the kid with the deep voice? <laughs> it's Uncle Mike from Radioactive. Well, push off. <laughs> I'm going over to, to a very happy-sounding little girl, and she, she's sitting on her, her own outside the tea tent. Hello. 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 Are you having a nice day? Yes. That's good. I've got a toffee apple. I love toffee apples. Great. Are, are you all on your own? I am now. So you didn't come here on your own? No, I came with my little brother. And he's gone without you? Yes, he has. Oh, no, but, but, but you're still enjoying yourself, aren't you? Yes. And what, what was the best thing you've done today? Pushing my little brother under the ghost train. <laughs> <laughs> he went ever such a funny colour. <laughs> well, well, goodbye. Here's a, here's a very fun thing. It's, it's a trampoline. Hello, kids. <laughs> Having a nice bounce on the trampoline, are you? Yeah. Do you mind if I join you? We're just getting off. Okay, here I come. We're just getting off now. Let's all go bouncy, bouncy together. Here oh, I go. We want to get off. Let's see how high we can bounce, shall we? Yeah. I'm going to be sick. That's it. Yeah, now bounce on your head if you like. Come on, higher, higher. Come on. That's it. Really high. Big one. One, two, three, go. Oh, they obviously got tired of that. <laughs> Well, anyway, this is, this is Uncle Mike reporting from the Kiddies Festival where everyone's having, having a wonderful time. Okay, Miss, is this the one? What? Yes, he pushed my little brother onto the ghost train. I did not. Okay, <laughs> come quietly, sir. Come on. Radioactive Rock Roundup. 
Hi, welcome to uh, Radioactive's Rock Roundup. Uh, Mike Flex here. And Mike's channel. With Radioactive's Rock Roundup. And news came in this morning of the arrest of Jimmy Smash, bass player with the top American band Golden Gate. Smash was arrested after police raided his Hollywood mansion and found no drugs. <laughs> Under Californian law, it's an offence for a rock musician not to be in possession of drugs. <laughs> Smash faces a $5,000 fine. He told reporters, I'm deeply ashamed. I feel I've let everyone down. <laughs> Meanwhile, in England, the open-air concert at Blackbush later this month uh, will feature the birds, the stones, mud and sky. But unfortunately, no groups are booked as yet. <laughs> And uh, finally, the famous rock venue The Rainbow has been closed down by the management uh, following an incident after a concert last week when rival gangs of skinheads and punks left sweet papers all over the floor. <laughs> That's all from Radioactive's Rock Roundup. And there's a film on at the Poly that might interest those of you who go mountaineering. It's called uh, Chris Bonington on Annapurna. And uh, those of you who like things a little bit racier might like to see the late night film. That's Annapurna on Chris Bonington. <laughs> well, Lucinda Iver Street, a radioactives bric-a-brac expert, took the opportunity this week to browse around the new market complex. So over to Lucinda. Well, right now I'm in the Duke of Wellington's passage and I'm at the end of the market where various West Indian stallholders have gathered. You can probably hear the steel band which is playing a little further down. This part of the street is full of exotic fruit and everybody is moving about to this marvellous steel band which is right behind me at the moment. A bit of playful West Indian spirit coming out there from one or two of the members of the steel band. What a happy sound, but also rather a loud one. So I'm going to move away from the West Indian part of the market now and come on to the wet fish stall. And here they are selling cockles and whelks and, and even jelly deals. A really, a really traditional cockney taste. <laughs> oh, and here comes the steel band moving down the street. It's almost as if they were following me around. <laughs> and very friendly they are too. But moving on now, if I can just pull my dress back down, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm going over to the antique musical instrument stall. And what a marvellous array. These lutes and clavichords take me back to a world of quiet 17th century drawing rooms a world without loud music rude behavior and steel bands I'm leaving the market now <laughs> and now I'm now inside this lovely quiet department store just next to this splendid sweet counter and one of the most impressive things about it is that it's almost impossible to see someone crouching behind it from outside the shop. Oh, my God! Right now I'm moving into the furniture department and... Oh, I'm just inside this brand new 20th century cupboard and it seems to be quite empty. Except for something over there in the corner.
Cry, reporting on a real old-fashioned barn dance that takes place every Thursday at the Cedar Grove Tennis Club. Nigel Pry here as the barn dance is literally about to start. We bow to our partners and my hat goes over my eyes all gone dark. Now, the music starts. Grab by the arm, can't see, spin round, pull my hat up, nobody there. Thumped in the back, over I go, neckerchief tightens. Up I get, hat falls down again, grab neckerchief, gasp of breath, yank by the arm, and it's off we go with a promenade and a dozy doe and an alley man right out and I'm out in the street. I race back in, they've all joined hands, pulling, pushing. Nigel Pry, please let me in, no room. Race round the other side, hat up, hat down around me what must be no one all up the other end i'm on my own as they all turn back check shirts snapping fast towards me high kicks and it's over i go pick boots and pedigoes snide fry lost hat negative scangle but studio Well, we were hoping to bring you the final act of the Royal Shakespeare Company's production of David Copperfield later on today, but we've just heard that one or two problems have arisen. So for more news on that, we go over live now to the Theatre Royal. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second evening of the Royal Shakespeare Company's production of David Copperfield. Uh, due to unforeseen circumstances, the part of Mr. Micawber will tonight be taken by Christopher Lillicrap and not, <laughs> as stated in the program, by Sir Ralph Richardson. <laughs> the part of young Copperfield, which was to have been played by Christopher Lillicrap, uh, will now be taken by Thomas Harpy. And the part of Mr. Dick, also to be played by Christopher Lillicrap, uh, will be played by Harold Larson. Uh, the part of the young lunatic, in the program to be played by Harold Larson, it will be taken by Tamara Spriggs, whose roles as Frida, Agnes, second young lunatic, Miss Picknose, first nun, daft prostitute, and back end of pantomime cow, will be taken by Jim Burke. And Mr. Burke's part as dead man on battlefield will be taken by the late George Highbury. <laughs> whose unexpected demise has caused tonight's changes. <laughs> we are, however, pleased to announce that George Friend is much better than expected, so the part of second dead man on battlefield, which was to have been played by the late George Friend, will now be played by a couple of cushions and a bag of potatoes. <laughs> Mr. Highbury's performance in the role of Monsieur Puttycock will be played by Carl Froggett, who is down in the program to play the role of Tiny Toby. The role of Tiny Toby will be played by Spot. The role of Rover, which was to have been played by Spot, will be played instead by Shep. Shep's original role as rabid dog in company of second daft prostitute will tonight be omitted from the performance and replaced by the pre-recorded sound of a dog barking. <laughs> the part of small Jewish man by the roadside on the approach to Broadstairs will be played by a small Jewish man we found by the roadside on the approach to Broadstairs when we were last there. The guitar will be played by Eric Clapton. Thank you and good night.
Well, that's just about all on this week's What's Going On. But let's leave you now with some music as it comes from that popular Italian-American singer-songwriter, millionaire person, Billy K. Joel. I got back early from Enrico's gym And caught you messing around in bed with him You got a kooky sense of humor, gal Seducing a guy's best pal uh, I send you flowers just to bring you joy But you make out for the delivery boy I guess you tend to overtip these days But don't ever change your ways Don't ever change your ways Say it's a bizarre relationship And you're a two-bit fraud ah, Well, you're a drunk, a gambler, and a slut But I like that in a fraud It's lucky I am not a jealous guy The way you play around would make me cry And even I do find it hard to take The feelings you have to face Listening to Radioactive, starring Helen Atkinson Wood, Angus Deaton, Jeffrey Perkins, Philip Pope, and Michael Fenton Stevens. Music was by Philip Pope, Stephen Brown, and Keith McCulloch. The program was written by Angus Deaton and Jeffrey Perkins, with additional material from Richard Curtis, John Cantor, James Henry, and Michael Fenton Stevens, and the producer, Jimmy Melville. In a moment on Radioactive, it'll be time to say goodbye to Radio 4 listeners. But first, here's a note here from the Towns Ruins Guild that the Garden Fate will start at 5 o'clock next Sunday and not 3 o'clock, as was stated in the programs. Uh, similar misprints have led to a certain confusion over other events, and they've asked us to make it clear that there will be a putting-the-shot competition, that children will be allowed to paddle in the swimming pool, and that ducking in the pool is out of the question. LAUGHTER 